Oh, well, hello there, I'm Porsche, and thank you for tuning on into this episode of the DTP here with me, your host, Colton G. And on today's episode of the show, we're joined by the singer of indie rock group Black Pontiac, Maddie McLaren, as we talk about Black Pontiac's brand new incredible jam of a single with Island Honey, and not just this new single, but also the upcoming debut full-length album that Island Honey comes from, from a bad to worse and back again. Yes, we are going to discuss how a four friends from high school went and made a band, built and jammed, and then from there crafted their sound to the point where they started to put out a couple of tracks, which led to their early 2020 EP Pony Boy, which taught the band a couple of lessons, which we're gonna discuss here today. And then how the band went on to grow from that moment to apply some of those lessons into these new tracks, this latest track here, as well we're gonna talk about the music video for island honey which was filmed at a recent live show that the band played out at victory square in vancouver recently so you know we're also gonna be discussing what it was like to return to the live stage after 18 months all of this and oh so much more here in today's episode of the dt and it's all brought to you by DesertTigerMerch.com, where you go to copy yourself something to support and represent the show. And the best part is, looking is free. It's DesertTigerMerch.com. And now that you know who the show is brought to you by, and now that you know who our guest is, it's about time that Maddie McLaren told you a little bit about the island honey. So let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Hello, hello. Hello, Maddie. How's it going? Excellent. Yourself? Ah, doing fantastic. Have a nice, beautiful day. All right. That is good to hear, my man. Sorry, what is, what is your name? My name is Colton. Colton. Okay, I didn't get it before, but it's, it's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you here as well, so we can dive behind a little bit of uh, this musical journey that you were in the process of oh, here. This, I'm very excited. All right, I am very excited as well. Are you ready to jump on into things? All right, let's do it, man. All right, all right. Of course, I'm excited to jump into these latest singles, the upcoming album, but of course, I want to lay a little foundation before we get there for the listeners, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. All right. So the group, as far as I can tell, started sometime around that 2017, 2018 era. Your debut EP releases at the beginning of 2020. So what was it like as this high school band of friends that sort of came together to release that first collection of work together? So... That's a funny story, actually, because that the pony the Pony Boy EP that you're referring to wasn't actually the first project we released as a band. We had a couple uh, rink dink kind of DIY recordings we had put out as singles and one like three song EP back in 
early 2017, 2018, when we just started the band, we didn't really have the full lineup totally together, right? We had we had cycled through a couple bassists before we found uh, the right guy in Avery, and so those were done. Those were done out of our friend's garage, just like super low budget, very you you know how it is, right? Until we were um, approached by a uh, like a real producer, right? Who kind of had worked at a Hipposonic Studios here in Vancouver and was like, "Hey, I just I found this, these kind of demo-ish recordings, and I like what I'm hearing, and I want to work with you guys." And that was how it all came together. Okay, so there was a little bit of a, a learning process, a learning curve before getting to Pony Boy. There, that yes, yes, yes. We and even even it was during the recording of Pony Boy and post that and into the, the tracking of this new album has just been such a crazy learning curve for us and learning like oh you know this is possible and like anything is like learning what is possible was the biggest thing for us and actually being in the studio and realizing oh like this changes the songwriting process entirely because now we know that we can go into it with the idea of doing this or this instead of just you know playing it playing it as if it were going to be just played live for sure. It's um it's quite the difference between like the uh you know playing music with your friends and then stepping into the music business itself for sure, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it can be a little intimidating, but glad that you were able to uh keep it together, especially after uh completing that all important rhythm section, because sometimes finding the uh right pieces can be very difficult. So after you get all of that together, you find a producer, you finally get to uh, getting a pony boy out into the world. So that was your more polished introduction then. You know, funny enough, it, it is. It is it's very polished. And now I almost feel like it was too polished. You know, like, like the, the early recordings were not there it wasn't enough and now it's too polished and now i feel like with an, a new producer and a new uh headspace and all the experience we have we have come out of the recording process for this new album with something that that's that's met that's found the equilibrium there okay so maybe a little too much polishing took away from that live element, the true like feel of what is Black Pontiac then. That, that's exactly what it is. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So you mentioned getting into Pony Boy itself. You learned like the ability of certain things that you could do in terms of writing for the studio. So now that we've sort of discussed that moment, I want to know from Pony Boy, obviously the beginning of 2020, things shut down. You weren't able to do as many live shows and otherwise. So over that time, I presume there was quite a bit of writing and growth there. So how did the band grow as writers? How did the process of song crafting grow for Black Pontiac? So I, I think that when the pandemic happened, uh, that provided a really unique opportunity for us to uh, strictly focus, uh, because we we hadn't been able to 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 get in that creative headspace because we had been playing shows and we had been doing things regularly. And so we had started getting together and strictly just focusing on 
the creative aspect, we would, instead of just having all the instruments together in the band rehearsal space, you know, we'd, we'd go over to somebody's house and plug the thing into Logic or, you know, whatever DAW we had on hand and, you know, playing with tones and synth sounds. And we, we went in, we, we've started going into the songwriting process with a lot more intention. Uh, that's the other thing I would say. There, there's a lot more intention behind what we want to, people to know about us and what we want, what kind of message we want to get across. Specifically with the new single, Island Honey, right? It was very much like we knew, okay, this is going to be a summer song. This is going to be something I want people to, to celebrate. I want people to, to be reminded that there's going to be an end to this unprecedented times, let's say. Yes, good way to put it. There's, there's, and, and, and I guess somehow uh, articulating that desire to escape that. For sure, sort of exactly like you just said, provide a little bit of an escape, a reminder that there are going to be good times, there are going to be times to hang out with your friends once again, have a good time, maybe see live music once again, whatever your fun time happens to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So with uh, Island Honey here, what is a little bit of our, uh, what is the lyrical aspect? Like what inspired this thing? Because you mentioned like sort of escaping. So what is the escape here? What is the destination? So um, so Mac brought the, Mac the guitar player, Mac Riddell, he, uh, he brought that, this chord progression into practice. It was a very uh, kind of half-baked idea when we brought it to pre-production for the album. It was kind of like, I was like, uh, let's just forget about it. You know, let's just put another track on the album, right? And then Sam, his brother, the drummer, was like, no, 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 no. I think, I think if, if we, let's, let's, let's keep it going. Let's try and just like finish the idea and then see what it's like. And our producer was like, okay, finish this idea, bring it back to me. Like, you know, work on it over the weekend, finish it. Let me see. And all I had in my head at the time was kind of a little bit of a melody and this image of like, you know, uh, driving down like a West coast highway with the wind in your face as the sun is going down. And that was the guiding, um, that was the guiding aesthetic that I used to craft the entire story around, right? Just this idea of, um, I guess, two young, stupid people and they're really into one another and they're like, let's just get out of here. And I don't think the destination is really important. It's just kind of, let's just go and let's just see wherever we end up. Mm -hmm. The destination is the company that you're taking with you. Yes, exactly. Ah, That's a good way to put it. I love the vibe. Awesome. Awesome. So now that the uh, track came out, because of course it came out a little bit before we actually are having this interview here. So what is the reception been like here since you know it's been uh it's been summer we're coming near the tail end of summer so how has the uh reception been um 
I mean, we played a uh, we played a live show, an outdoor show recently, like our first show in, I guess, over like 18 months, something like that, uh, outside at uh, Victory Square here in Vancouver. And just kind of this park with a little bit of a stage area. And um, people knew some of the words already, which was weird. I was like, wow, this is something. And so there was that. And I, it kind of seems like it's picking up in South America, in places like Brazil and things. We get a lot of YouTube comments in Portuguese and Spanish. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, I got to... I got to pick that back up again, I guess. <laughs> you know, didn't think that you had to do that. Where I was like, okay, so, all right. So Mac, you got to learn these languages to handle these fans. I'm going to handle these ones. Avery, Avery, we need you to start working on Europe already, just in case. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, Mac was, Mac was running all the comments in the DMS through Google translate. And he's like, there's too many. I can't, I can't, I don't have time for this, man. <laughs> I think that's a good problem to have, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it. And also loving the music video, which I presume was filmed at this outdoor show. Yes, that was the one. Okay, nice, nice. So you can see the vibe there with that energy. So like you mentioned, it had been 18 months, over 500 days since your guys' last live show itself. So, I mean, being able to play island honey and seeing the reception there too probably pretty fantastic but what was it also like just getting back on stage in front of the fans seeing them go hard in the crowd it was an incredibly gratifying experience i gotta say i i i forget the it, it's bringing the way it brings people together Right. That's always been a big thing for me, just community in, in DIY, in indie music. It inspires me to give back and support other bands in the scene, however I can. And, and seeing all those faces again and just everybody's having a good time. And, and that's that's our job as entertainers. Right. Like we we did that. And that's cool. And that's a memory. That's memories that people have. And they could take away from that experience and be like, oh man, remember that time we saw Black Pontiac at Victory Square? Amazing, right? Oh, amazing for sure. And I also love how you mentioned the word community and how sort of like giving people an escape, which I also love is like someone who has promoted shows and otherwise, like it's one of the things that I always loved was like doing all ages shows. And when the pandemic happened, I was like, man, if I was in a band or if I did promote coming out, like one of the first shows I did would probably have to be free just for the community, which is like when I saw that you guys did exactly that all ages and free as well. It was like, man, that is like purely for the community. These guys get it. I love it. Yeah, man. It's. I love the all ages things. I love. um there's just so much um the kids just bring out so much energy man there's like the mock pits going and and everybody screaming and hollering and oh man giving everybody that chance to escape not just from the unprecedented circumstances that we mentioned earlier but also you know life whatever happens to be affecting them or otherwise or otherwise they just want to go out and have a good time whatever your situation is right dude dude it's friday 
<laughs> of course, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Get out there, have a good time, make it happen. Mm-hmm. All right. So Island Honey gives us a taste of your upcoming debut, a full-length album from a bad to worse and back again. So what secrets can you uh, sort of hint us towards, give us here for this album without giving away too much, of course? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to be real with you, Colton. Like, I know a lot of people like Island Honey, but I think the rest of the album is going to be a little bit different from Island Honey. There's going to be a departure from that sound, I think. It was very much a, an outlier. And I also think that um, we, it's, it is a little bit all over the place, um, but sonically, I mean, but I think we also needed to have that experience to just throw stuff at the wall and see what stuck and to get weird and get creative with it and find um what's the word i'm looking for unique uh unique studio tricks let's say Mm -hmm. that's not that's not the best word for it but if I had to say one thing is that we got weird with it. Okay. We definitely got weird with it. And I'm very excited to share it with everybody. Oh, definitely. And why limit yourself to one specific sound or genre, right? When you can continue to add into elements, evolve your sound, because you as people are continually evolving as you go as well, right? Yes, yes. And that's exactly what I like to tell people is that slowly very slowly we're we i don't think we've gotten there quite yet but very slowly we're we're narrowing in on what and who black pontiac is right we have all the sounds that we like and all the sounds that we want to like yeah so we're not it's not quite there yet but it's all songs that we put our heart and souls into our blood sweat and tears and i think and and it's fun right well that's what matters yeah gotta have fun while you're doing it or else what's the point right there were only there was only one meltdown in the no yes one meltdown in the making of this album so i'd say that's pretty good it was definitely me just between you and me (laughs) well as long as you can be open and honest about it and you know it's and and one for one meltdown between 10 different tracks i mean yes in the middle of trying to record in covid <laughs> i just need i just i just i'm just gonna step outside that's that's all i, know. I got yeah i stepped outside literally i i was like okay i'm just gonna step outside i walked outside the studio realized i didn't have my phone or the keys and the door locked behind me and i was like okay well now i have no choice but to stand out here and just like chill out because it's cold out here <laughs> Fate was like, you made a decision. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and no one could hear me knocking, and I was like, okay, this is this is just karma's what it is. <laughs> All right, now now I've learned my lesson. Now, okay, yes. yep. got it. Yeah, got it. <laughs> oh, fantastic! I have had a blast chatting so far, Maddie. I've got one last question. Are you ready for yes, it? Yes, sir. Oh. Right. So we've talked about the process of the band's evolution growing into this latest single island honey and the upcoming album from bad to worse and back again but what i would like to know is now in this time over the last four years here over the last two years more specifically 
Uh, how has this time helped you grow as a person? Or how has or what has it taught you about yourself? What is it taught? Okay. What has it taught me about myself? I think that over time, um, when I started this band, or when we had gotten together and we decided that, oh, this might be a cool thing to do, right? I didn't really know anything about music. I thought it was kind of interesting. I didn't know anything about uh, specifically like any the scene or or I didn't know any of the people, right? I went to Catholic school. This is all very <laughs> new to me, right? I needed I I I needed an outlet. And I, I, I didn't know I needed an outlet, right? And in the time that I've been in this band, I have developed this deep, deep appreciation for art and music and poetry and, and um, activism. And it feels like I am a completely different person now. I'm just like, I, I've grown into somebody that, that is a part of this community and is you know, bringing people together now and is sharing deep, having deep conversations and expressing myself in ways that I didn't even think were possible when I was just like a little fart in high school. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I am so incredibly grateful for the, for that and for all the people that have helped me get there as a person. Mm-hmm. And that is, and I think that's, that's probably been the best part Wow, that's I'd say that is a uh, quite a bit of growth there and uh, an evolution for sure. So I I thank you so very much for sharing that growth and evolution with us, as well as the story of this latest track, Island Honey, here with us today on the Desert Tiger Podcast. Of course, thank you for having me. Oh, Ambush, thank you for tuning on into this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast, where we feature Maddie McLaren of Black Pontiac. And you can find Black Pontiac's new track, Island Honey, on your favorite music streaming service. You can find the music video over on YouTube, and you can also follow them over on social media. And you can also help the DTP out by going ahead and subscribing to the show, sharing this episode, and of course, giving us a five-star review. And you can also go ahead and head on over to DesertTigerMerch.com, which is our web store, to maybe copy yourself something to represent and support the show. And the best part is, looking is free. It's DesertTigerMerch.com. And with that, it's time to give Matt a final Roaring DTP, thank you for joining us here on today's episode of the show. I need to thank Laura Falco for making this interview happen, setting it up. I need to thank German from YPEditor.com for making everything sound so amazing. And with that, with our thank yous out of the way, it's about time that we say our bye-byes, but not before I tell you to go ahead and find your roar and then let it on out into the world and show them just how fierce powerful mighty brave incredible 
wondrous and beautiful, all of these things and oh, so much more. You are all of them. Yes, yes. And with that, until next time, Ambush. Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.